So we're back, Flip 2020, our first curtain call of 2020. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Kev. How are you? I'm doing well. How was your New Year? Did you do anything exciting? Not really. Did you bring in the bells? How did you bring in the bells? I was in bed and asleep by 11.30. Wow, so you had an exciting night. (laughs) I I stood on a porch in Florida and I watched all these fireworks go off. It was was quite the sight. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. It reminded me of the War of 1812. When was that war? 1812. <laughs> so, anyway, it was oh. very, very exciting. It was very, it was very, uh, it was a nice way to bring it in. It was fun. We had a good time with my family. Thank you for asking. I'm glad you had a good New Year. You know who did not have a good New Year or who is not having a good New Year? No. I would guess the Boston Red Sox are not having a great New Year. Not with the news that the Athletic broke that they are now accused of signing steals. <laughs> Let me do that again. Stealing signs in their 2018 championship season. Surprised? No, I'm not. Uh, there were these rumors as I shut my phone off. Yeah, we, we did that in the uh, production we, meeting. We did, didn't we? But there were these know. rumors that, uh, and going back you know, a couple of years now, that they were doing this. And uh, I know the Yankees were very active in, in challenging uh, the Red Sox, that uh, they, the Red Sox said they weren't, the Yankees said they were. And this happened about two years ago, and that's been circulating since. So I'm really not surprised that uh, they've been named. And again, I don't know what the evidence is. Only the commissioner, uh, his people know they've got the evidence or, or don't they have whatever. But they need a preponderance of it to make this work, to make this charge a stick. I believe it, it's there. I know it's there for use, and I'm sure it is. I'm sure it probably is for the Red Sox as well. Well, when you talk about evidence, um, you and I were talking earlier today. Yeah. MLB has gone through 55,000, you said. 55,000. Was that right? You were right, yeah. yeah. On the Red Sox alone, pieces of uh, I evidence. I don't know how, you know, just common sense tells you in this day and age, why why would you commit certain things to email, especially like fifty over 50,000 pieces of email from different people talking about the situ- that situation. I mean, I find that, I find that incredible. Uh, to me, that's mind-blowing. It yeah, absolutely is. They have a problem with their operations department at that point. It takes 55,000 people to get a camera? Well, or fifty five thousand emails. I mean, there's a joke there, but I I don't want to use it. But yeah. but the reality is that I mean that's amazing. I mean, just think of all the people. You know, when you have that many people on an email trail, you know things about a secret. If it's if it's more than one person, it's not a secret anymore. Right. So if you if you've got fifty five thousand people talking about a topic, whether it's you know trying to steal signs or whatever electronically uh, using technology, then you this is beyond ridiculous that it's taken this long for it to get out. How could something like that stay stay quiet when you have that many people involved or with knowledge of that situation? Yeah, I'm shocked that it took that long. Um, let's talk about how this is different than the Astros sign stealing. So we know that the Astros, they would get the sign from the center field camera, they'd be in the replay room, and then bang a trash can. Uh, I, I don't know about the replay room. They were just outside the replay room, to okay. be accurate. But, but the reality is that you're right. The U.S. of it is correct. I mean, that's what—that's the accusation against the Astros. And I have, from what I've seen and heard, I have no doubt that it, that's true. You know. And then what is? How, I don't know how the Red Sox went about this. Allegedly, did this. So I, mean, I have some alleged. Yeah. How they did it. Okay. And it's give different. me some alleged. It's but they're different. alleged now. But go ahead. Of course. So, same thing. The uh, video would come into the replay room. Yeah. A player then would walk from the replay room to the dugout, right. then give the sign to a player on second base, then the guy on second base would give a sign to the guy batting. That's a long, that's what a long the, process there. What that tells me is they are not good at cheating. No, they're not. I mean, but, you know, it, but, but it's interesting that the Astros and the Red Sox won World Series back-to-back. Um, is that a coincidence? Uh, did they get there on talent? Or was it the, or the, was there was this element in there that uh, uh, augmented, we'll use the word augmented, their talent? 
um, and you know help them win the championships. I mean, I mean if that's right, and again I, I haven't seen the evidence. Again, I, I'm going with supposition now, but but if in fact that's right. I mean, what a blow to the integrity of the game. I mean, you can't have that. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm Commissioner Manfred has to throw the book at the, at both Houston and Boston because you can never have this happen again. This is this is really people don't realize how how serious this is. You can't have the game, the integrity of the game, the outcome of the game in question because somebody's using technology that's been forbidden by the baseball gods and the baseball laws to use. I mean, giving them an unfair advantage. I mean, do you know what a difference it is? If, I mean, I'm not saying this happened. I don't know that it happened, but it could have happened. If Altuve's sitting there and he's, he doesn't know if Chapman's going to throw him a fastball or, or that slider, which acts like a, like a changeup because they really didn't throw a changeup. There's like that 10-mile whatever to separation, so he yep. uses it as a changeup. So Altuve's sitting there and he says, oh, I know it's coming. I know a slider's coming. So I'm not looking for that 103-mile-an-hour heater. I'm just going to sit on the slider. So, I mean, the difference in his gear and his approach. If you watch that at bat, watch his hands. I mean, he settled in. He's, he's looking for it. He, he's kind of looking for it. He threw it to him. It wasn't a particularly good pitch. It wasn't a good slide. It was actually an awful one up there in the zone. Hung and yeah, crushed it. crushed it. So, you know, did he crush it because he, he's a great hitter, which he is? Or did he crush it because he knew it was coming and he could sit on it? There is a major, major difference in that approach. And it, it speaks to the integrity of the game. And you cannot have the integrity of the game ever in question. I'm sorry, you cannot. So, whatever commissioner does, it should be severe. If, in fact, this is correct, let's go back and say that again. If, in fact, this is these allegations are right. The, the evidence is there. I haven't seen the evidence, but I've heard about this. I've heard on internet, people send it tapes, doing all, right, all kinds of stuff. That's interesting. But if in fact it, this is all right, then I'm telling you this is terrible, and the commissioner really needs to set the, the most severe, uh, give them the most severe penalties that he can. Well, uh, you know, when you look back at baseball, there is some sort of um, when it, when you talk about the integrity of the game, there is a precedent set. Baseball throws the book at the Black Sox. Baseball throws the book at Pete Rose. Well, Pete Rose, this is good. Is this more egregious than Pete Rose? Yes. Yes. And Pete Rose is banned for life? Yes. Okay, so that should tell you where this punishment should be. What it should be. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it is more egregious. I mean, the, the these, I don't know how you hold the players responsible. I mean, you, you, what are you going to do, suspend the entire team? What are we going to find? You can't do that. I mean, they can't do that. I mean, I, I'm for taking the title away and just put an asterisk that they didn't win it. As it is to me, it's now tainted for, for those teams. Those titles are tainted. I'm sorry they are. But but uh, I'm for taking them away altogether. But I don't make those decisions. The commissioner does. And I have a lot of faith in Commissioner Manfred. He's a really good commissioner. And he'll do the right thing. I don't know what, you know, but I know it'll be severe, whether it's suspensions for, from, you know, the manager, the general manager, the owner, depends on how high this goes. Certain players may be suspended who are really in the middle of this and the architects of this. Wherever it goes, it's serious. It needs to be addressed, and baseball needs, needs to make a statement on it. Uh, I'm nervous if I'm Alex Cora because he's the common denominator in both of these. Yeah, allegedly that's correct. I mean, if again, again I'll keep saying it because I haven't seen this stuff. We haven't seen all the evidence. This, this will come out in about two weeks, by the way. So we'll know everything in two weeks. Uh, what what the, the commissioner is basing his ruling on, or what will base his ruling on, but it, he could be in the middle of it because he was the bench coach at at Houston and he's been the the manager of the Red Sox and the, those are the two teams you're talking about. And it is back to back, so he could very well be in the middle of it. We'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, if he is, then you know he should he should pay the consequences. I had an interesting um, when you talk about the consequences, interesting conversation with our head of research, Jeff Quagliata. He thinks that's the yes head of research. Yes, yes, yes. Not the curtain call head of research. Right. Well, the curtain calls part of yes. Right. I guess. Uh, yeah, I so <laughs> okay. So according to Jeff, the head of Yes Network uh, Research, yeah. the Red Sox hit hit worse than the Astros. He thinks. And I'll tell you why. Why? 
In 2017, MLB said, hey, Boston, we know something's going on. Don't do it again. Right. And they just laughed at him and did it again. Well, allegedly that's correct. Allegedly. Yeah. Right. Um, that's what we've heard. And I know that the the commissioner, because I know that there was questions about how the – they even questioned the Yankees, that the Yankees might have been involved in some of this. And the Yankees were found not to be involved with it, and, and the Red Sox were – there was more evidence that the Red Sox certainly were, and, and the commissioner just basically gave them a warning and said, look – uh, I'm going to stop this. It has to stop right now. It's ridiculous, and we can't have it in the game, so it stops. And he, he was basically his way of saying it's a warning to everybody. And now you go for it. I mean, it's, yeah, the Red Sox were warned, and, they, and allegedly they did it again, so they should pay the ter- terrible price. But once you give the warning, Houston should pay the terrible price too because the warning was given. It wasn't just given to the Red Sox. It was given to anybody who, who uses technology in a way to gain an unfair advantage, which allegedly was the case here. So. If that's true, like I said before, it's got to be true. But if it's true, they got to, you know, he's got to take a, a stand and he's got to be tough and firm. I mean, I've said that. He's, he really needs to get in their face and he needs to set an example that, that so no team will ever do it again because you can't have it. It questions the integrity of the game. I can't keep saying it enough. You can't have the integrity of the game question. And that's what's put into play here. And that's, that's a taboo and, a, and a, you can't have it happen. So um, you're thinking in about two weeks we have a, yes. a ruling, so that's to speak? That's what I've heard. That's what, the, that's what they're saying. Two okay. weeks. Okay. Interesting two weeks coming up. Let's move you on to, to some. You got to do before the season, though. Before yes, the season, so you yes. have to do it. And well in advance of the season, what if the Red Sox now have to go through a managerial search? It's possible. Or the Mets, Carlos Beltran. Well, is that's he possible, too. I mean, that's why you get coaches who could step in and fill the breach until you figure out what you're going to do. But, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves there. I mean, like, let's see how it plays. But I'm, I'm saying the way it's set up right now, it doesn't look good for those teams. No, it doesn't. I want to move on to some Yankees news, some minor news this week. Yeah. Chris Iannetta, minor league deal catcher. Yeah. Nice, um, nice what does that mean for the Yankees? I think the fans thought it was Higashioka's spot, backup catcher. Uh, what's the M E H? You know, man. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, look, you need backup catchers. I mean, and I happen to like Higashioka. I do. I mean, he's got some power. He's a good kid. Uh, he's not a bad catcher, actually. He's a pretty good catcher. I like him. Uh, you know, it's a backup position, so you don't, you're not going to spend a lot of money on it. You're not going to worry about it too much. Whether it's Agashioka or it's Ayanetta, whoever is back there is back there. That you know, they're barring an injury, but you got to be careful there because Sanchez has been injured, has a history of injury. So that backup may see a lot more action than you count on. So it's more than a backup position. But given the, the what's open to the Yankees, have so few worries on paper right now about what they have to fill. A lot of teams have other ma- major holes. They have no major holes. That's a minor hole, right? and you fix it. And if it, if it isn't you know, Higashioka, it's Ayanetta. If it's Ayanetta, it's you know, someone else. Aircrats. Right, Aircrats. Yeah. I mean, they've done it before. They'll do it again. They'll figure it out. That's not a major problem for them. No, it's not. Um, and the fact that we're even talking about this means that the rest of the roster is pretty much set, I would believe. Yeah. No, 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 eh, no MEH is there. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is, MEH? Eh, I have no idea. I think it's MEH, right, uh, Dan? Dan Besson really is just nodding to snot. Yeah, Dan Besson is no our. Clue. He really is clueless. <laughs> but he's saying, hey, hey, hey. He's better than the other guy. Who's the other guy? Jason Marshall? Oh, Jesus. Jason Marshall. Yeah. Where's Jason Marshall? Where is Dan, he? Dan, you're head and shoulders above he, Jason Marshall. Right. Oh, you know, Jason Marshall's it. a nice guy. He's hair challenge, so I, I appreciate that part. <laughs> but, I mean, really, seriously? I, I, I mean, and he's good. He's good in a managerial role. His field work leaves eh, something to be designed. Me, M E H. Me, but you're not M E H. Well, I'm happy to fill in. Thank you for uh, having no, no, me a part of this job. Oh, you're not filling no. in. No. this is your role. This is this is my role. You're Mr. You're Mr. Audio until like on these things until further notice. That well, could be a week the way this is going, but you know what? Do you yeah. to, remember, you got to rate, review, and subscribe, right? Remember that? Yeah. Well, I had that on the run yeah. sheet a little later, but we'll do it now. Well, why not? Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Yeah, so tell people what that means. 
Uh, well, really, it's the best way you can help us. Um, get on there. Rate us. Those are five stars, please. Review us. Apple's funny with the reviews, Flip. So, like, it doesn't matter what you say. Just as long as you say something, it helps the algorithm. So you could say, hey, we're, I'm just following directions from Kevin. As long as you write something, we're happy. Uh, and subscribe. Listen to us each week. Hey, you can't leave this all to me, folks. How many times could I do this by myself? So, what do you mean? I mean? Write in and review ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep, somebody's got to help us out here. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I actually, I've not done that. I, I won't do that because I'm like a principal person. But I've read the reviews. Reviews are pretty good. I mean, they're really very good, actually. And people have been very nice to us. So thank you for your support. We really need it. And uh, we, we, we enjoy doing this, but we can only do it if we get your support. So thank you very much. I appreciate. We appreciate that. Kevin and I and the people at Yes and, and – uh, the people beyond yes, people even on other networks, because we're giving them a good show, and they like hearing good stuff. So uh, if you agree with us and you like it, then, you know, rate, review, subscribe. But if you don't like it, then go home. Don't, don't watch something else. Don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right, back to the Yankees. Okay, here we go. Um, Let's go, baby. As we said, not a lot to talk about as far as roster configuration, but right. what I do find interesting is that, let's say the bench, I think there's four spots for the the bench. Okay, which means how many nine st- let's start let's let's, let's what, break this down. Okay, you want me to, carrying the one. Don't carry the one. Well let's go. Well, now I'm gonna be confused. Can I use my fingers? Yeah, go ahead. All right. <laughs> First base Voigt. Maybe. Second base LeMayhew. Yes. Torres at short. Yes. Urshel at third. Right now, yes. Sanchez catching. Yes. Left field Talkman. Center field uh, or Stanton. Or Stanton. Right. Okay. Uh Talkman or Stanton. Center field Gardner. Right field judge. Or Talkman. Or Talkman, yeah. Right, and right field would be judge. Yeah. Now, if not judge, who? Judge. If judge gets hurt, <laughs> it's judge. you don't have anybody behind him. Well, that's why we're going to talk about the bench spots. Oh, okay, so that's where you're going that's to That's nine that. people, yeah. Oh, so that's where the so that's where this comes in. Should have carried the one. I really should have. I mean, you should have. Okay. So you, so those are your, that's your regulars right out there. And right. Now we're talking about who's backing them up and how we're going to do this. Right, because I'm going to assume 13 pitchers. Right. So and nine plus I thirteen. I would say that that's a good assumption. That's why the roster is not twenty six. Remember, yes. right? Okay. Yes. So that leaves us with four spots, open spots. Wait a minute. I'm doing the math in my head. Uh, that oh. leaves you with four. Four. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with four. One of them goes to a catcher, whoever it is. So Has now you have to, three right. spots. Exactly. Okay. Now you're down to three. And I have five names for those three spots. Okay. Let's go. Mike Ford. Want me to just run through them all? Then yeah. We'll, then we'll talk right. about it. Go ahead. Mike Ford. Right. Tyler Wade. Right. Tyro Estrada. Yeah. Miguel Andujar. Yes. And Clint Frazier. That's one hell of a bench, no matter who you take. And only three of them are coming. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, the way that's currently constituted, um, that's that's probably right. Now, you say, what three do we do we take? Now, you also don't know who's going to emerge from spring training. Let's be fair about this. you got people in spring training, kids fighting for jobs, and every year somebody breaks through and impresses somebody, and maybe they don't start the season right away because especially with Super 2 and, and all that, the arbitration stuff, and the year's service time and everything that comes out of that. So maybe they don't start the season, but they're on the radar and they're, they're on the call-up. So especially when you've got options with young players, which you do. So you, you'll see some of that. They'll go back and forth with the minors as well. And I mean, so That's why Estrada saw time with them last year when everybody got hurt. You saw right. Estrada. So how do I think that breaks down? That's very interesting. I think for sure you got to give Andahar a spot. I mean, he just hits too well. He's trying to work at, at being a better defender. I know he's been taking a lot of ground balls. I know he's down in Florida working hard. I mean, it could be, could he play the outfield? They'd probably experiment there to see what they've got, make him a utility. But he's got to be able to catch the ball better than he does. He's not been a, a great defender. He is a tremendous force offensively, as we all know. 
but he's not. A, he hasn't been a great defender. That's why Urshela is such an upgrade because he can he can hit the ball and he can catch the ball, and you got to be able to do both. The runs you save are as important as the runs you drive in. The people just don't talk about it. So he, they got to get better there. So I don't know, what, but 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 he's got a lot of value. Let's put that. Ano's got a lot of value, and he'll be on the team. If you're telling me he makes yeah. the team, he makes the team. So you have two more spots. Okay, so that so that's that. Uh, the two more I would take. Uh, the most interesting to me is is the what do you do in the outfield. You know, is, is Frazier is Frazier in this mix? Because, you know, somebody's going to get hurt. I mean, Gardner has gotten hurt. Judge has gotten hurt. Stanton's gotten hurt. They all have. If you're going to tell me that they're going to have a whole year and nobody's going to get hurt, I'm going to say that, that would be great, but I don't know if it's, it's, it's in the cards. So so where do you go? Who, I mean, Frazier was a good option, except he got hurt. And there's a lot. Of, there's some questions about Frazier, too. He's not a great defender either. So maybe he's trade bait. I mean, I don't know. What, I mean, maybe there's always talk the, of that. There's always talk. He's a good player. I mean, he's a good offensive What player. a bat. Great bat. And you know, but he's young, and he's he's got to work on a few things. His attitude, he's got to work on a few things, and uh, he does. I mean, he he's, uh, yeah. just does. So I I don't know I don't know that he's in that mix. I think he could be in the minors, and they call him up. But I I don't think that he's one of the guys. So let's keep going. Who else we got here? Uh, Mike Ford. That's very interesting to me. That's the most interesting maybe of the all because I really like him, and I thought his bat was tremendous when he got an opportunity to play in the big leagues. I thought he, he really he really crushed it. I thought. I think defensively, I mean, listen, he's not he's not Tino Martinez, who is. He's not a great defender, but he's a better defender than Voight. So, and he's the way he hit, and he's left-handed. The Yankees That's it. need the lefty in the That's lineup. It. I'm telling you, I said from the beginning, people said, "Oh, you don't need it." We got such no, you need lefty in the lineup, especially the Yankees standing with that porch. Okay, so I would say, I I like him, and I would give him a spot. Now he's very. All he can do is play first base. So I didn't get DH. That's the problem. Right. So they may look at it and say uh, he's not versatile enough. How many? First you know, baseman, which, fits, which means which means Wade. Wade is the most versatile. Kid. Forget Estrada; he's a really good player, but yeah, he'll he's be gone. The he's gone. Yeah. He won't well, he's twenty. Place. What three? Right, he right. needs to play every day. That's right. And, yeah. and and the Yankees, he's he's great. He's great. He did a great job with the A's last year, and he's, he's going to do great in the future. He's a major leaguer yeah. for sure. So, but right now he doesn't really have the spot. I don't think. No. Are we, and are we done with this now? Or how, well, what's you we're didn't at? give me three names. I did. Wade. Did. I gave you Wade. Oh, okay, so you're doing. You didn't give me Wade. I gave you Andujar. I gave you Wade. Okay, Andujar, Wade, and Ford. Uh, right now, yes. Okay. Who's the other one I'm missing? No, Frazier. Oh, Clint uh, Frazier, you're sending uh, down. I'm sending him down. Who else? And Tyro Estrada. Right, and I, him I down. sent him down, too. Okay. Yeah, we're similar. Uh, Andujar and Wade are locks for me. Okay. I like Wade because of the versatility. Yeah, he yeah. He plays right. outfield, plays that. midfield. I get it. Uh, at that point, it's Ford or Frazier. I, I'm, I don't know because how many – Ford, the only thing he does is play first base. Voight, the only thing he does is play first base. LeMahieu can play first base. Yes. So maybe it's Frazier. Maybe I put Frazier on the roster. And, uh, but, but you could always get Frazier. Always call up Frazier if you need him. You're not locked. This is not like the the, the minor league team is in Hawaii. I mean, they're in Scranton. Eh, we're just having fun. No, no, I get it. Opening I, day roster, fun. No, no, this is all supposed yeah, to be yeah. fun. Don't you do this for fun? I don't do this for, for like, to get rich. Uh, I do I'm this because it's over fun. Here. Why are you sweating? It's hard work. For you? You got these easy job and yes. <laughs> What are you complaining about? <laughs> I mean, I also like supervise you. I mean, for, really? Oh, all right. Seriously? All right. I mean, you could have a better boss than me. I mean, how, how lenient am I? I'm very happy. You should be. Yeah. You better say that, too. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right, Dan? My fingers are not crossed. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. You like your office? I love my office. It's a nice view. Yeah. I used to have a view of the water. Yeah, now you ain't getting that And here. the boats. You don't get that here. No, my old office here. Oh, you did? Yeah, I had what happened? Jack Curry's office. Wow. And then I moved. Do you, want I want to move, to... you want me to move Curry? Yeah, could you? Sure. I could do anything. <laughs> you want me to do that? No, no, no. I actually asked to move to be closer to the guys. Which guys? 
you know, the Dan Bassones of the world. I mean, it's one person. Dan Bassone's one person. Matt Stucco. No, I wouldn't move to get that. AJ Herman. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. So far, <laughs> one, for, one for three, no runs about it. Jared Boschnack? Now you're one for four with no runs about it. I keep going. <laughs> yeah. uh, you. I'm closer to you now. Yeah, not really. You're not really. You could say that, but you're not. But go ahead. So the Hall of Fame gets announced later this month. It does. We all agree, right? Derek Jeter's going to be in. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Unanimous? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go yes. I mean, I know that's probably maybe not, but I mean, how could he not be? I mean, look, he's a Hall of Famer. Nobody's going to argue he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, to me, like, this stuff is ridiculous, honestly. I'm sorry. I know the Hall of Fame means a lot. It does mean a lot. It means a lot of people in the profession, and I get it. I'm not putting it down, honestly, but it's a museum. Let's start with that. That's what it is, Okay. And it means a lot to the people who get in and, and less to the people who don't get in. But, but and it's, it's the highest honor you can get in the game. So if you get in, you get in. If, you, if you're not unanimous, it's not unanimous. But the whole idea is why, if you, why, why would Ken Griffey Jr. not be unanimous? Why would Tom Seaver not be unanimous? Why would Stan Musial not be unanimous? Sandy Koufax, we can go forever here. Who, why these people weren't unanimous? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They are. If you have to even think about something, like a player not being in, they probably shouldn't be in. And there's a whole bunch of players who are in who should, probably shouldn't be in. So look at this thing for what it is and say, some the people who should be in versus the people who shouldn't be in, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of inequity here. And whole, if you go, how does Jeter not? How does Jeter not a Hall of Fame? You know, everyone knows he is, so you might as well vote him in, yeah. as opposed to being a contrarian pain in the can and not doing it because oh, I don't think anybody should be unanimous. Really, seriously, this is with Ty Cobb. Now, I know Ty Cobb talked about character. Ty Cobb's in all the crazy stuff Ty Cobb did. Four people He's didn't in, vote for Ty Cobb. But, well, okay, probably his family. <laughs> all right, let's start there. But okay, I get it. I get it. Get this. Get what? Babe, eleven people yeah. didn't vote for Babe Ruth. He only got ninety-five percent of I the mean, vote. How, I mean, how? Babe oh, come Ruth. On, you know, get rid of this thing. This is like sometimes like the electoral college. I mean, this is just getting ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Fif- that Babe Ruth doesn't get up seriously. Fifteen people have higher percentages than Babe Ruth. Am I one of them? <laughs> I mean, how silly is that? Including Cal Ripken, who has the fifth highest ever. Oh, this see, doesn't this make is, sense to me. No, it's moronic. I mean, I'm sorry, it's moronic. Uh, I hope, like you, now that the seal is broken with Mo, yeah. that Derek gets 100%. I hope so. He deserves it. I mean, yeah. how does he not deserve to get 100%? Yeah, the same way all the people I mentioned deserve to be 100% and he didn't get it. Now now there's precedent because, they, you know, Mo got voted in. He's the best who ever played at his position, okay? Other than Shea Hillbrand, who had a, a, lot of, a lot of celebratory moments against Mo, Mo just Mo was the best ever. He just was. Nobody could hit him, and he was big and great in big game situations. How do you not vote this guy unanimously? How do you not vote Derek? Tell me what, what I mean, Derek only won. You put him on the field and he won. Every time you needed a big hit, a big play defensively, Derek made every play you needed to make. He was, he was a leader in every sense of the word. I'm sorry. He should be unanimous if he's, what, if he's not then. You know, it's moronic, and the people who didn't do it are morons. How's that? Ted Williams had 93%. Are you kidding me? All right, let's move yeah, on to 2020. That's so aggravating. You're aggravating. Willie Mays, 94%. Yeah, okay. All right, let's look at this uh, ballot, the 2020 yeah, ballot. Sure. I'm going to throw some names at you. Sure. Tell me if they're a Hall of Famer. Todd Helton. I'm borderline on him. Uh, career 316 batting average. Yeah. Um, slugging 539, OPS 953. Very impressive. That is, right? Colorado. Yeah, I mean it's a little bit of a qualifier, but but, I mean any championship teams? No, no championship teams. A batting title, right? Three Gold Gloves, which is whatever. I mean All Stars or whatever. Eight, how many All Star games? Five. You know, I have to think about it, which means I would say no. He's borderline. You know, he's had a nice career. Those are nice numbers. I don't know if that's Hall of Fame numbers, but nice career. I would say no. Okay, 
Uh, Derek Jeter, we talked about. Yes. Jeff Kent. Great compiler, great offensive numbers, poor defender, but a really good offensive player and, and a crazy guy in the clubhouse. Uh, I'd have to think about it. I, I might say yes to that, but right now it's borderline. I'd have to think about it, which means I would say no. Right? Yeah, I'm kind of there too. I mean, if it was a Hall of Fame for best mustaches, he's in. He's a lot of home sure. runs. He had over 400 home runs. You're not going to sell my mustache How many home joke. runs you get? No, I'm not going to sell that. <laughs> No sell. Uh, no sell. You want to sell your mustache? <laughs> that was oh, <laughs> that was good. We need a laugh track. We do. Three hundred and seventy-seven home runs for Jeff Kent. How many years? Oh, all this extra research. Uh, I'm sorry. Seventeen but, years. Seventeen years. He had three hundred. No, no, yeah. No, I'm not voting for him. Uh, Fifty-five point four career WAR. To put that in perspective, I think Jeter was seventy-four. Seventy-two point four for Jeter. That's a big difference. No. Yeah, it's a big. Di- I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. No, I'm done. I'm done with him. Keep going. Done, unless it's the mustache. No, keep thing. going. No, the, uh, mustache. Oh, good R- one. Raleigh <laughs> fingers there. Huh? Raleigh fingers is in. He's got the mustache. He had the best mustache ever. Oh yeah, best in the biz. Right, so he got in. Yeah, he deserved it. Scott Rowland. I like Scott Rowland. Scott was a good ball player. It really was. I- I'm going yes. All right. Do you like those numbers? What are his numbers? You want some numbers on him? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, put, let's give people a reason here. A 281 career batting average, okay. 316 home runs. Yeah. So far, it's no. Um, his OPS is 855. Good. Not great. Um, rookie of the year, seven-time All-Star, 2006 World Series champion. It's borderline. The more you look at it. The more you, the more you want to say borderline and no. Yeah. You no, know I know I'm changing. Let's go borderline and no. Borderline and no. 316. Home runs, we said that. Okay, but you know, not everything is power. No, no. What was his war? Seventy point two. That's nice a good war. war. That's a good war. Yeah. Uh, Kurt- son, would you vote for him? You like Roland? Roland's a good player. I mean, he's borderline. Very good player. Great defender. So yes. maybe that's why his, his war is skewed. That's a, a great bit. point. Yeah. yeah. So I, I originally mean, liked him, and I changed my mind. So you made me change my mind. I was I was going to vote him in. When you go to seventy yeah. war, there I think it's, it's he's pretty, sick, it's he's close. In. Yeah, yeah. I got to go back again. I'm reversing it. There that could help. Okay. You're really killing us with this thing. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> asking your opinion. No, I mean, I, I, we got yes, we got no. We just we got, all right. Go ahead, keep going. All right, Kurt Schilling. I'm going yes. I'll give you his numbers, then you'll go no. Uh, go ahead. Two sixteen and one forty six. It is what it Why is. Why is that bad? But it wins and losses. I mean, they don't do much for me. No, but but you know the metric for some of these guys has been the, the that. I mean, you've got guys in the Hall of Fame with, with the, who've won 215, 210, 205. I mean, you've got guys like that. That's a round, and ex- that's a pretty acceptable number. The winning percentage is good against 146. That's a good, decent winning percentage. All right, your Hall of Fame. I don't know, but I mean, the, the postseason what we have to look at here. Well, that's the point, right? Yeah. That's going to be his thing. He's got a career 346 ERA, which doesn't do much for me. Okay. World Series MVP. Yeah. Okay. Right. NLCS MVP, right? Three-time World Series champion, right? That's that's where you start saying okay. Yeah, I, what was his, what was his uh, record in the play, in the World Series postseason? Oh, I don't have that. We're well, supposed to have that at your fingertips. We have this incredible research department. Postseason, <laughs> don't blame Quags. He's good. Postseason pitching, yeah, eleven and two record. Ah. Two point two three. Now he's a Hall he's of in, Famer. He's in. No, I, he's in. You know, my first instinct. Don't try to change my mind here. You're killing me. I, I I'm there. I'm, I I know I know he, a lot of people don't like him, and probably for good reason. I get it. But I mean, he, but in terms of baseball talent, he, he's a seminal talent. He deserves it. Uh, Billy Wagner. Yes. We both agree there. Yes. You want some numbers? No, I know he right. was really yeah. he was really good. Except he stole the Mariano Rivera's like music when he we got to. Did the, he steal it? When he got to the Mets, they started playing you know, the Metallica thing, and I didn't like that. I thought that was cheap. Mets. 
Ah, that was silly. It was somebody being silly. I won't mention who it was, but I know who it was. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't want to out them. Wow. Yeah. Kayfabe us. Kayfabe You're kayfabing us. Oh, okay. You and I are the only ones who know what that means. People know what kayfabe means? Kayfabe. Can explain kayfabe? Kayfabe in the uh, wrestling world yeah. means um, it's a secret. It's kayfabe. I can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kayfabing us. Yes. Yes. Yeah, There's also like a, it, was, it was a work. It's work. Something is a work and something is a. A shoot. A shoot. When something is a shoot, it's real. When it's a work, it's kind of a. It's not really real. Right. So a wrestling match would be a work. Yeah, well, allegedly, because uh, that's what they say that wrestling is. Is like an entertainment. It's not really a sport, but you and I both know that it's real, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in it. Those old, old <laughs> ladies with the hairpins. I, I, I enjoyed that. Oh. Freddie Blassie would say he would get like stabbed uh, on the way to the uh, ring. The classy Freddie Blassie. Classy Freddie Blassie. I like classy Freddie. Blassie. Wasn't he great? He was great. You pencil neck geeks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You pencil neck geeks. As they oh call yeah. yeah. He was great. They don't have good managers anymore. No, they really don't. I mean, they've given up on management. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, some of these people would just so these. A bad guy is a heel, and a good guy is, is a baby face. Baby right? face. So. Uh, the heels were great. I mean, I, I would have been a great heel. <laughs> you still are. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Oh, God, you got me. You uh, got me there. I would have loved being a heel. Uh, it's great. It's a great gig. You're leading me down all these roads I can't go down. Cause I know, you are my boss. I know. We're just, you know, we're having fun. This is what it's supposed to do. I'm gonna reel you in a little bit because I'm not done with this Hall of Fame conversation. All right, keep going. And uh, we're having a little fun here, but there's a topic that I know is near and dear to your heart. Yes. George Steinbrenner is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I've done this before, and those of you who've heard this before, I have to excuse me and you have to indulge me. That's ridiculous. I mean, especially Marvin Miller just got in, okay? And he deserves to be in. You're talking George Steinbrenner, taking over the Yankees, 11, 11 pennants and seven world championships under his reign. Uh, let me say it again. 11, pen, 11 pennants and seven world championships. That's, that's incredible. The teams that he built... He took over a franchise that was in, in disarray. It was a mess. It was a mess. He rebuilt that franchise and made it to the powerhouse and the flagship that the Yankees have always been and they're supposed to be to the game. He rebuilt them. He put money into free agency. He, 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 he went out and he got the best players he could to represent the city and to bring the city championships and titles. He, he did that. He was incredible. And he started Yes, by the way, which has also changed the business, the entire landscape of television and baseball, by the way. He did, and it was under his tutelage and his inspiration that it happened. So we go on forever here. You tell me he's not in the Hall of Fame, and you know, and I, there are people, and I won't name names. I won't say that uh, uh, I have a problem with uh, with Harold Baines. I like Harold Baines. Harold Baines is a good guy, and he was, but he's a compiler, and he had a nice career. Hall of Famer. I don't really think he is. That's the, but the people who voted for him thought he was. They voted for him over George, that, the veterans. That's wrong. That's just wrong. I'm sorry. I'm not, but I don't pick on Harold Baines. Harold Baines is a good guy and a good player. But that's ridiculous. Sorry, ridiculous. R I suppose ridiculous. R I D I C ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. Uh, I know we want to keep this Harold uh, George Steinbrenner. Yeah. Harold Baines though, real quick. Thirty-eight point seven WAR. Thirty-eight point seven. The two eighty-nine batting average. I hate though that we're doing this right now. It's not fair to Harold Baines. Every time someone brings up the Hall of Fame, they bring him up. No, it's not. I mean, it's he's not. not he's not the issue. The issue is really the people who voted for him. Yeah. I mean, how do you take the him over George Steinbrenner? Right. I'm sorry, you don't. Well, there you was don't. a Chicago or St. Louis bias in that yeah, room, right? It was for sure. That's what people on that committee were people from St. Louis and people from Chicago, and they 
You know, they had their thing for George. They didn't like George, or they didn't, whatever, they thought Harold Baines was more deserving. I don't know. I wasn't in that room. I don't know what they thought. I will tell you this, though. I'll tell you what, their thought process is flawed, and George should have been in. Agreed. The good news is he's going to have an opportunity again coming up. I forget the year, uh, but it's coming up again. You know, Hopefully they get it right. And enough is enough with this. It's ridiculous, and they need to fix it. It's a flawed process that needs to be fixed. I don't disagree, Flip. Hopefully they fix it. I hope they do for the sake of the game. It's you know it goes back to I don't want to say it's integrity of the game, but it's the right thing to do. For, for you do do what's right. My father used to say, "Do the right thing, and you're never wrong." <laughs> I think my father was smart like that. Let's switch you know gears father, a little bit. My father. I never met your father. No, I liked him. He liked, yeah? like me. Yeah. No, you don't like me though. So, <laughs> so there you go. I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't think you like me. I really. Are you like serious? Me. No. No, okay, good. No, I know you like me. Yeah. You should like me. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you like me? I'm, I'm a good guy. I mean, I treat you well, and I treat the people here well. I mean, I'm, Dan Bissell's not. He wants a raise. I mean, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't treat Jason Marshall well. Well, because he's Jason Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Other people like an engineer. I'm not going to. I mean, I like Jason Marshall. I what? just tease him because he's, you know, he's half jealous. Qua- quasi-producer, we call him. Yeah. He was a quasi-producer. He's being nice. He's being very generous here. Back to baseball. We have yeah. eight new managers this season. Yes. Let me run down a few of them. Joe Madden and the Angels. Yes. Or as I wrote down on my run sheet, the Angles. <laughs> That's a typo. I've done that before, yeah. Uh, I'll be quick. David Ross, the Cubs. Gabe Kapler, the Giants. Carlos Belcher and the Mets. Jace Tingler, the Padres. I don't. Did I say that right? I don't even know who that is. Shame the Ranger organization. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. He's got a great name. Yeah. Jace Tingler. I mean, I, I feel that right now because I'm older. You get the <laughs> thing done. That's terrible. You yeah, flip. my leg's doing that. I'm, I am, too. i got to see the doctor. i got something going on. Uh, Derek Shelton to the Pirates. Yeah, I knew him when he was the coach here in Staten Island. He was the manager of the Staten Island team many years ago. Girardi to the Phillies yeah. and Matheny to the Royals. I list them because it's a unique mix. There's a mix of old school when you look at Madden and Girardi and new school. Ross has never managed Beltran. Matheny's old school, Matheny. Matheny, yeah. Is there a shift here? Yes. In, there is. Yes. They're starting to figure out that the, the the total sabermetrics, you know, geek position, is not is not really where it's at. Uh, they went from total control for managers to general managers having total control, pretty much, or say having a lot of input, put like that. They still think they still have a lot of input, and they should. But I think the pendulum's swinging around more to the older school guy. Madden is an old school guy. Madden didn't come here to, to read sabermetrics all day long. He came here to manage, use his gut and manage. Girardi, same thing. They have to use it. Sabermetrics is very important in today's game. There's a lot of research, and the research is very valid. They have to use the research. I know they will. But at the end of the day, you know, there's more of a thing about understanding, you know, the character and the makeup of people and, you know, um, under- knowing the beat. And I think Joe learned a lot from his last couple of years with the Yankees because Joe had some – clubhouse things, but those things, I think, are gone. I mean, I've talked to Joe a couple of times. Uh, I know him well, and I, I, he worked for us, and yes, he's a good guy. And he knows his baseball. Great guy. And, and he really is. So he will do. I know he'll be. This was good for him. It's a chance he wanted again, and I know he'll do well. He just will. And the owners, Phillies are putting money into that team, signing a lot of ex-Yankees. You see a lot of ex-Yankees going there, by the way. Yeah. Torres, Ronald Torres is the latest. Yeah. The Tornado. A minor league deal, I believe, yeah, but still. that's okay. So he's bringing in his guys. Absolutely. The guys he understands who understand him, you know. They're, they're nice. This, he's made some solid moves there. I, I mean, I you know, I like Didi. I think Didi's a good player, and I, I, I think he'll rebound. There's a lot of questions if he could or not. I mean, that's why I think the Yankees didn't want to invest long-term in him. He got a chance to go someplace, play every day, and uh, what he would have played every day with the Yankees. But he's, he's got a, this is a better opportunity for him, and I, I think that he'll flourish, and uh, 
you know, it, it's a nice landing spot for him. But they've done a lot of interesting things. The Phillies, the Phillies are, are going to be a tough team. You got the Braves. That's a tough division. But you got the Braves, the Phillies, the Nationals, and the Mets aren't exactly, you know, shrieking violets. Mets are pretty no, good. Mets will be good. Here's the thing be. with the Phillies: they're a good team. They are a good team. That tells me that Gabe Kapler must be a great interviewer, because he didn't win with the Phillies, a great team. Yeah, and he gets a Giants job. Boy, the Giants are that's a tough gig right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, they, that's called we need a manager. So when you've done it, so let's hire you. <laughs> I mean, I, he didn't show me anything at the Phillies. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't impressed with him, and I, uh, I'm sorry to say that he might be a nice man. I don't know him at all, but I just know the managing didn't wait, sway me or whatever. Um, and I, he's got an opportunity with good friends. He's well, he's a good baseball guy. I guess he understands the game, and so I, they're giving him a chance in San Francisco. I mean, that's a tough job though because. They're not going to win right away. They're, it's going to take them a while. So it's he's sort of trying to be a placeholder. Placeholder for what? Right. You know. So I, I don't know that that's a great gig, but it is a gig. So look at it like that. It is a gig. Yeah. Have we uh, beat him up enough? Are we already done with him? No. Let's stop beating him up. Carlos yeah. Beltran. I like that hire to the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Beltran, but Beltran's a good hire. I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this, um, this Red Sox Houston thing. I mean, because he was on both. You know, he was there and. Um, he was on. He was on the the, the uh, Houston team, right? And uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to shake down. But wouldn't that be something if he gets suspended? He could. He could. If, if they could. If he's linked, and I'm sure that they they got proof. I mean, it, it, something will happen. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's my guess. But I, again, I don't know. I'm not in the room. I'm not the commissioner. I just sort of play one sometimes. But I'm you not. Play one on TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, but you know, it's it's okay to do. I mean, we all have our opinions, and this is all this. We, Kevin, look, we, we do this. It's our opinion, okay? And we could be wrong. That's why we always say alleged and the preponderance of evidence and all that. We don't know. We, we're not there. But we you know, we are around the game. We're around people who are around it. So we hear a lot of things. And, you know, certain things we obviously we can't say. There are things we can. So it's okay to express your opinion because that's all we're doing. We're expressing our opinion. If people could deal with it, thank you. If you can't deal with it, then go listen to, you know, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. It's the wrestling thing, the wrestling thing. I'll go tell you, his son. co-host, Conrad Thompson, he's the real deal. He really is good. I like Conrad. Conrad's yeah. very, very good. I like Conrad. He's a good guy, and uh, we've had a little dealing with him, and he sets that show up. It's, that's actually a very good podcast. I should be fair about it. It's a good podcast. Uh, but, I mean, it's all work. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it is. It was supposed to a shoot, right? Yeah. I suppose. I guess that's what it is. But I, they do they do a good job. I, I just don't particularly like one of the people there because I have a history with him. But he doesn't like me, so that's fine. We don't like each other. There you go. What are you doing Sunday? I'm not having lunch with the guy. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see my granddaughter, actually. I have a oh, granddaughter now. Great. You remember talking to my granddaughter? We have. Last episode we did, but tell me we more. Did, we, no, I mean. You told gonna... me she was the cutest baby in the. Uh... Oh, in, in the hospital? By yeah. far. By far. I mean, she's beautiful. And the rest of them, eh, they were right. But, but this kid is just beautiful. She's beautiful. She's my granddaughter. She's beautiful. Her name is Abigail, Abby, Abby Grace. And she's awesome. And I'm very excited to be a grandfather. And those of you who just roll in your eyes and don't care, well, don't come up to me and say anything because I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hard time. Don't say anything about my granddaughter. You want to fight? I'll give you a fight. She's beautiful. She's the best. And, and you know, when do you have grandchildren? You'll see it that way. I hope you do. If you don't, then you don't have a heart and you don't have a soul. You know, Take a walk. Take a walk. That's it. It's done. Done. <laughs> Well, this Sunday I'll be watching the Nets on Yes. Me too. And then Yankees Hostel on Monday. Me too. Did you see the Bear Museum show from the Oh, great show. I love John Sterling too. He was great. You know what? That was a nice touch, Blaze. Yeah, that was a good job. And it must be hard to do that show on location. Uh, We did the production meeting live on Instagram. We showed it. Yeah. Uh, Jared Boschnack and the crew, they really nailed it. You know, Jared is an excellent producer in the 
the guys do a really good job. I mean, that's a that's a very nice show. Those of you who don't watch it, you should watch it. It's very good. It talks about everything around the game. It's obviously, Yankee centric, but we do talk about everything around the game and nice people who have an interesting opinions and a good take. It's called uh, it's called our Yankee Hot Stove Show, and you should check it out. It's on usually Mondays and yeah, watch it this Monday and give it the other day. Usually Thursdays, Mondays and yeah, Thursdays. Not usually Mondays and Thursdays. Why well, usually watch? That's what why. What do you watch? Which day do you watch? I watch live, and yeah. then like we cut it up for social media. Oh, you watch? You watch? What is that? Live is Kathy Lee and the other. You know, <laughs> Regis, no, Regis, they're all showing your age. Yeah, no, I am. That's Kelly. <laughs> Kelly and uh, what's it? Kelly and what's the guy's name? Ryan. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Right? I actually watched that. She's yeah, a nice lady. I met her through Willie Randolph. She's a very nice lady. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I, I was impressed by her. She's smart. She's funny. It's very good. Ryan's good, good too. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. But Did you watch American Idol? I did. I used to watch Carl Provano pitch. <laughs> so, oh, come on. No, that was, I'm sorry. That was the nickname people gave. It was terrible. I mean, he had a tough time. Yeah, he just did. Nice guy, but he had a tough time. Yeah. Provano lives in my town. He does? Yeah. So you're going to have him listen to this podcast? See, like, the one after? We don't him? chat much, really. So, I'll, I'll see him at games. So, do you agree with the American Idol? Or you think that's well, just, hey, that's a great nickname. Well, that's, I didn't give him that. That was the. <laughs> I know, I know. That was out there. Uh, I only bring that up because do you remember. Ryan Seacrest's original co-host on American Idol? No. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian Dunkelman. There was two co-hosts on American Idol. He was the Ultimate Warriors manager. What? Brian, uh, I don't know. Who are you oh, Frank, are you thinking of Whippleman? Harvey Whippleman? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> oh, we digress for sure. Dan's punching away. He's finding out if uh, Brian Dunkelman, I think that's it. But wow, if he didn't leave American Idol, Dunkelman could have been big. It is confirmed it was Brian Dunkelman. You know what? His, your name was Smith. Thank you. They changed it to Dunkelman. I mean, who has a I mean, don't you change that name to like a stage name? I wonder if the, he changed it to Dunkelman. Just for the just for the uh, recognition just for the goofs. of it. Yeah. So I'm, it was like I'm a, look that up. It was um wasn't a work. It was a, no, it was that's a, shoot. a shoot. It's a shoot. His real name is Brian Dunkelman, born September 25th, 1971. Wow. Yeah, he's 48 years old. Wow. This is all according to Wikipedia. Well, isn't that a good source? Always. Other Before. names are B-Dog. B-Dog. And Dunky Fresh. <laughs> Dunky Fresh. Dunky Fresh. Wow. That's like, we should change your name. Like the Frankie Flippy Fresh. Flippy Fresh. Frankie Fresh. <laughs> Where do we go with this? What would you call me? What? Flippy Fresh. Flippy Fresh. Yeah, I and I could be K-Dog. K-Dog works it's a, more, a lot more menacing. I'm more interested in flipping fresh. It's got a, 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 a syrupy overtime. There goes your legacy. We just threw it out with one nickname. Sure. Well, if you get a nickname Sticks, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we land this plane before we get in any no, more trouble. No more Teflon there. What so, do you say? What do you say? You think we're done? I All think right. I think we got to get out of here. All right, so the words of Ashley Fugazi, it's time to land a plane. Yeah, let's land a plane for let's Mr. John J. Filippelli. I'm Kevin Sullivan saying we'll see you next time. Next time. Thank you.